Hey everybody, this is Vince from Metal Sucks back here with the quarantine cast. We're still kind of in this weird place where all of our favorite musicians are at home. I'm at home. You're probably at home listening to this. Maybe you're in the car. Uh, and we're in this weird state where everything's kind of on pause. No touring. Some bands are releasing music. Some are waiting. And we're kind of just in limbo here with everyone waiting around. So as we've been doing, we'll be checking in with different musicians from their homes. And today we have John Baisley from Baroness. John, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, did, did you ever think that you would be sitting here in your home talking to a journalist in his home, uh, talking about a live stream event that is going to be your only show of the year? Like, how, how could you have possibly envisioned this? And, you know, and, and where, where are you kind of mentally about the whole thing? Uh, well, of course, no, I never... Uh, I never considered this as, as I, I didn't consider this as my 2020 until a month ago. Honestly, uh, I kind of felt like uh, we, maybe maybe we can just keep our heads down through this thing, write something, just write you know write a new record, write three new records, write ten new records, and then uh, by the time you know the dust settles and the vaccines are out there, and uh, you know it's it's a response, it's it's a you know, we, we've figured out how to be responsible and get out on tour. I figured that would be uh, sort of th the the way things were going. But that was, you know, I, honestly, I think the reality of being able to just keep quiet through this until it was over became an impossibility. I don't know, probably two or three months ago, when it re when when I realized, you know, in the way that I'm sure we all like through talking to other people or listening to listening yeah. to medical advice, realize, okay, we're not talking six months. We're not talking a year. We're, you know, everybody's telling me 18 months, uh, you yeah. know, the, the healthcare professionals and people that people that I know that are working more in, you know, healthcare related industries, they're all, I think, managing their expectations and buckling down and looking, looking at like the year and a half that this is likely to take or year and a half starting last March, whatever. Um, and, you know, uh, quite honestly, like I sort of hoped we would never have to do a live streaming thing. Um, but, uh, you know, one thing that's always been, a, I, I think, a, a reality in Baroness, at least, and, and very likely for, for most of our, my musical friends, um, is that as the, you know, as the situation, as the environment changes, uh, we have to adapt. You know, there's so many things that wouldn't have been likely for me to have done talking to, you know, early Baroness in the early 2000s, things I would never have thought that I would have done by 2010. Uh, good things and bad things, you know, like I would never have thought we would have opened for Metallica. Simultaneously, I would never have thought that our bus would have fallen off a cliff. So, you know, I think the I think the reality is as somebody who, uh, who travels and tours for a living, um, Adaptability is always it, it has to be a strong suit of of any touring um, individuals or, or groups. It's so critical that you're able to take these. And I'm not just talking about the pandemic. I'm just talking about a regular day on tour. You've got uh, a turbulent, chaotic um, environment that's different every day that changes at, at a rate that you have no control over. So you have to learn how to always acclimate yourself to whatever your current situation is and make that situation work for you. So I think in, in, 
you know, with, with what's, what's happening now, it's really been a lesson in, and an ongoing lesson with a steep learning curve in how to make this reality work for Baroness, uh, as opposed to how to make Baroness work in the context of this situation. Uh, and I think those two things, it, that might be a slightly confusing statement, but um, I think both, both things are, are very different. Uh, and what, what we're trying to do, uh, and again, work in progress I, for everybody, I'm sure, uh, is we're trying to make what we do and what, the way we do it, um, we're trying to make this situation work for us in that, in that regard. And I'm not sure that we've found it yet. Uh, uh, I think that, that this live stream thing is our first attempt at um, seeing, what, seeing what it feels like right now. Yeah, I sense a little bit of trepidation in something you said a minute ago. Like, uh, I can't remember exactly what you said, what your words were, but, you know, you didn't envision yourself doing a live stream. Uh, of course, no one did, but, like, it seems like there was a little bit of maybe anxiety or trepidation or, or you, you know, a- approaching this event. Is is that how you feel? Uh, I mean, no no more anxiety or trepidation than approach than, than any event. You know, like, every every night of uh, of a tour has that has a has a much more microscopic but but certainly an element of uh i think maybe anxiety is the wrong word it's it's just there is you know you have you have to go out on stage every night on a regular night on tour and hope that all the electricity works all your equipment works and doesn't malfunction that every you know that this confluence of thousands of uh variables actually uh you know congeal into something that's good and that, you know, the audience is going to enjoy and that, that we as a band are going to enjoy. And I think in this current situation, there's just a little bit more of that, or it's a little more obvious what things are going to be anxiety inducing. And, um, you know, I think that it's not, it's not nerve wracking to do a live stream. It's not nerve wracking to. It's not. Choose. It sounds hella nerve wracking to me, man. There, there's not, so, so okay, much more not, shit that can go it's wrong. Not, <laughs> not nerve wracking beyond the threshold that I'm already accustomed to for two de- from two decades of touring in very different environments with very different bands on very different stages night after night. It's just that we have one show this year, and it's this. So I think that the uh, I, I think that the tendency might be that we actually do put all our egg, eggs in one basket with this, and I think that's where that's where that's where this becomes sort of a difficult thing uh, philosophically, because if we treat this as this isolated incident incident of uh, or, or performance rather. Um, that's meant to stand for the entire year, then we're bringing weight, we're putting way too much weight on our own shoulders. Uh, and I think that what, what's been interesting and what's been, you know, really kind of, uh, a cool test is to see how well we can approach this, this, uh, this streaming event, um, in the same way that we would approach one show in a year's worth of touring, if that, if that makes sense. It's, it's kind of a complicated yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. And I mean, that's just, what I've seen other bands do too. You know, it doesn't seem like, it seems like a lot of bands are releasing the shows after the fact, uh, but 
for the most part, it seems like they're functioning just as shows, you know, like an ephemeral experience to to bond and, you know, and have some connection. Sure. So now the, the now the, the more important thing that I haven't touched on yet is the fact that what I've what I've always uh, put the most value in uh, as as in Bar- within the, the Baroness context, what I've always placed a, a whole lot of value in is our relationship with that physical audience that's in front of us. Uh, meaning that as four, as a four member band, the four of us can do in, in rehearsal, the same thing that we can do in a streaming event. I mean, it's just four people playing music with one another. We're, we're, we're just fundamentally missing the most important element of, of a Baroness show, which is the audience. Uh, uh, and I'm, I'm sure as, as any musician would attest to that fifth member of your band which is this giant crowd of people or small crowd of people they're the they are the variable that allows the performance to exceed the internal expectations of the band the the external expectations of the audience that that they they're the interplay between the audience and the stage and the band on stage is really the most important thing about playing live music otherwise you know why, why play live? You know, what, what's what's different about being on a stage and playing uh, as if you were in a studio? Uh, so I so the way we've really had to think about this um, upcoming stream is that we can't treat it like a we can't treat it like a normal show, because in a normal show, you're engaging with people and you're using the energy from the crowd to drive your performance further and to add something that you didn't know was there or to imbue some of the some of those uh, sort of like improvisational moments or, you know, for instance, like when a crowd is cheering and, and you can feel the energy building up, you play harder and you put more into it. Now, without that, without that crowd there, there's no external a- X factor there to, you know, to, to bring that out of you. So we've I, th- I think we really realize that it, it's it's sort of up to the four of us. So that brings it back into more of a studio or a rehearsal style uh, performance, uh, yeah, which means it's yeah. which, which really put, which is where we get into unfamiliar territory because we've never, um, we've never really paid much attention to a, um, a concise performance of a, of a set number of songs in front of cameras without that familiar uh, audience element in front of us. And so for, for us, we're trying to figure out how to make it, how to do it, because if we're to treat it like a performance, then, you know, maybe we'd all line up as if we were on a stage and then we'd look at some, you know, some sort of camera or what, whatever the, the device is that's capturing the, the performance. And, you know, am I supposed to talk to a camera? And am I, am I supposed to ask the camera how it's doing? Am I asked, you know, am I? Yes, yes, you are. I, to be from, anecdotal. From what about, I've seen. Oh, yeah, is that, wait, <laughs> what, so, uh, you know, Wilmington, what do we do today? No, I can't, I can't really do that because um, that feels, it would feel slightly disingenuous, I think. So our, our idea is, to, is really to try to minimize the pressure that if, the pressure that would exist if it was, a ticketed a a normal ticketed show and so what we're trying to do is we will set up in a more um sort of conversational way like in in the same way that we practice so that we're not so that we don't have to play by normal you know stage audience performance rules we're just we're trying to make it 
something that's familiar to us and something that's genuine to us, which is the interplay that we have as musicians in a, in, in rehearsal. Uh, so it's it is it's weird, you know. I mean, I, you can tell. Like I haven't quite figured out what it is, um, and that. Well, I think part of that also is acknowledging that it's a different experience for the audience too, right? You know, like people are sitting at home. Um, I don't know this, but I would gather probably most of them are watching on their phones as opposed to a laptop or desktop computer or TV, you know. So you, as the performer, kind of keeping that in mind, and what comes along with that. Uh, you know, the, the few that I've watched during this period, uh, you know, I found myself, you know, it's just not the same as being in a room with people drinking, you know, and having the, the, the sonic force of the speakers, you know, on your ears. And, you know, it's just a different experience. So, you know, I found myself like kind of doing the two screen thing uh, that, you know, a lot of people do now when they watch sports games. Uh, you know, where I would be like, I would have the concert on the laptop and then on my phone, I'd be like looking at Twitter or something. You know, one time I started exercising. I was like, oh, well, I may as well knock out a few sets right now while I'm watching. You know, why not? So, you know, I think you kind of have to keep that in mind, too, as the performer, uh, like what the medium is, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and, the, and this medium being like such an unfamiliar medium for us. I mean, this will be our this this. This is going to be a bunch of firsts all rolled up into uh, up into one. It's the first time we've done an, a, a streaming event like this for for sure. It's the first time we've ever played any album of ours in its entirety, ever. Like we haven't even come close to trying this uh, because I don't I don't like the idea for for Baroness on a on a normal tour. So uh, that's also it's it's also very different to structure your set list. In the same way that it, it, it exists on uh, you know on a pre-record on the rec on our recorded uh, or on Golden Gray the record, uh, and not to deviate from that and to try to stick to a, um, a sequencing outline that that's that already exists, and that uh, that also is is a very sort of different way uh, of approaching things, and also to try to incorporate every everything or as much as as we're uh, capable of and as much of what's on that record uh, that ha most much of which was like uh, in some of these songs, like sort of studio elements uh, if it's in sort of like interstitial songs or in the segues or some of the more relaxed uh, tunes that we, that we recorded, we're trying to, f we're trying to figure out a concise way of getting through all of that without breaking up the pacing or the moment, the momentum that, um, that we get w as we do it. And so, we're, it's it's really I feel, I feel like we really bit off you know quite a chunk of uh, you know in terms of an, an ambition because we're 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 really kind of just charging into the unknown with this um, but I but you know on that note I think if there's ever going to be a time to approach so many unfamiliar aspects of uh, of, of this um, so many unfamiliar aspects to us, then this pandemic is, has certainly, you know, provided us with a platform where we can really, you know, enthusiastically try to do something that there's no way in hell we would have tried otherwise. Uh, so in some ways there's, you know, it can be liberating or liberating. And I think that uh, we have most definitely talked about this, um, the likelihood that if we're, you know, in an hour and 20 minute long set or, or however long it ends up being, uh, that we don't 
we don't feel like we need to, because of what you said, because people are watching on their phones and they're watching it at night in their homes with whatever else is going on in their lives. Like we don't need to demand or we don't demand atten full attention of everybody. We're going to do our best, but it's also, it would be also presumptuous to say that nobody's going to have uh, another screen on or a conversation going. So I think in, in a way that relieves some pressure for us because we can just be a little bit more relaxed about it and not, you know, constantly being Bart Simpson, like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, you know, come back and look at me. I know that we're going to be loud enough and, you know, that this this thing will be shot well enough that if you want to pay attention, you, you can. And, you know, because the set list is already known, there's not going to, we're sort of eliminating the, the element of surprise in terms of the sequencing and what, what the song selection is going to be. So, um, you know, because I, because in the same way that we want the undivided attention of the streaming public, uh, I think it also is a lot to ask people to turn everything off in the rest of their lives when they can't, you know, when there's not really the option to go out. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just not going to happen. You know, it's, it's just like, not going to happen. You know, so, so like trying to get people from stopping to take cell phone photos at shows, it's like, it's just an unrealistic ask. It's, it's an unrealistic thing and like i said i think it i think it's allowed uh, it's it's reduced some of the pressure for us just just to understand that even if we were you know the biggest marquee level act on the planet there's still a 100% chance that some of the audience is going to tune out from time to time so uh, you know i think part of the work in putting in putting this massively complex piece of music together uh, and ridiculous it's got these ridiculous dynamics to it so it's like super loud and like just absolute balls to the wall sometimes and then and then we have to pull it back and you know we have to go from everybody as loud as they can screaming at the ceiling to all of a sudden you know maybe just two of us playing on acoustic instruments or pianos uh um, and things like that so it's it's nice to know that if we get a little you know if, if we're in between songs we get a little lost in the weeds Hey, you know, everybody's very likely to have you know a sports game going at the same time anyway. I mean, you can. That's that's how we've been living our lives these past eight months. Anyhow, you know, TVs, cell phones, you know, every device that you got is on at some point during the day because you can't uh, can't go out and experience the world in the same way that you were able to up until uh, early 2020. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 just it's just I, I find it a very bizarre circumstance to be in and i think that the takeaway for me is that it's so uh, you know this is such an overwhelming and difficult and potentially frustrating time of our lives all of us that that it does create these opportunities to really try new things without the same type of uh you know anxieties around it like we're doing this because this is about the only way we can do it right now. Uh, there, we don't have a whole lot of options. If we if, if we want to perform music for people, we don't have a ton of options. Uh, well, there is no format also. You know, there's no, like, established format, you know. Like, I mean, I guess there's starting to be a little bit of one, but like you said, there's a lot more room for creativity. It's not like we're going to go on tour and it's going to be whatever, 25 shows in 30 days, and there's going to be four bands on it, and this is going to be the order and the set. Like, you know, there's, like, all these kind of, like, uh, tropes that you have to follow when you're on tour. This is way more open to interpretation, which which must be somewhat liberating, at least, even if it comes it, along with all these other 
problems. It it is, and then there's you know then there's another factor at play, which is that we can't. It's it's not as simple to throw this thing as it would be, even for a much bigger show with or a much you know a show with much higher overhead and more people involved because we can't get a whole lot of people involved. We have to keep the crew on this at a bare bones minimum. So for Team Baroness. Four band members, one sound guy, five people putting on a show that typically takes. Well, what do you what have you got in terms of like video people and you know all that stuff? Like, what's the uh, whole crew? We, we decided to team up with um, a company called Nugs, who's uh, who prov- who's providing the platform and all the infrastructure for the for the streaming, and they're also providing uh, three three camera operators. Uh, so there'll be there'll be a bunch of cameras, but it's a three. They're 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 going to send in three people. So the room will have less than ten people in it, and the we're not we're not going to play on a stage. But the setup is all band generated. So it, it's sort you know for me the appeal is that it's kind of a DIY. It's it's kind of a huge thing or potentially a huge thing, meaning that we can reach as many people as buy tickets for it. Uh, but it's still set up by the band, really. I mean, we're gonna that's that's that. There's no we can't it's not like we could bring in crew. It's not like we could bring in product I mean we could we technically could bring in production, we could bring in crew, but it doesn't seem responsible and it doesn't seem uh like an efficient use of our time and energy. So the the fun thing for me is that this kind of feels uh something akin to the way we would set up shows in, you know, 2000 to 2010 Baroness, mm-hmm. which was extremely DIY and extremely backbreaking work. And so it's, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of nice to have a, um, a visible project that, you know, a visible and tangible project that we're really doing as much as we can. I mean, it's, it's all, uh, you know, on the effort at the effort of these five people, my band, my three other bandmates and, and our front of house guy. And, um, that's, that to me is an awesome, that's an awesome thing. We're just, you know, kind of paring it down as much as we can and then saying, well, within the context of this really small, uh, production setup, like how can we make it look and feel and, uh, well, hey, how, how can we make it look, look and feel better, uh, than just, you know, a band in a room. So, uh, so it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing and it's, a, it's a whole lot of work. And, you know, the, and I think the other thing that's been uh, something of a challenge, I, I mean, I, I, the thing is, I, I feel like it's justifiable for, for you and I to have a discussion about how difficult this is, because this year has been difficult. It has, uh, it hasn't been easy to get anything off the ground or to do anything that we typically do, you know, the normal, the normal routine of any band, whether they're in, whether they're writing whether they're rehearsing, whether they're recording, whether they're touring, uh, everything is different now. It, it, everything has to be done in such a protracted, uh, precise ways because, because looming over this whole thing is that if we break the seal on this bubble of a live stream, that we, we could get sick, we could get other people sick, and that's never far from our minds. And so, like, so, you know, Gina and I live here in Philadelphia, 
Sebastian and Nick live in New York. So for us to get, for us to have rehearsed for this, took it took us seven months to get to a point where we could rehearse. And, you know, the testing, uh, the testing routine that we had to go through in order to get all four of us synchronized and well, well enough to rehearse for it was ridiculous. I mean, ridiculous. Wait, the wait times on some of these tests and the amount of time we had to like, like really uh, austerely isolate ourselves was like comical. Like some for, for Sebastian and Nick, for instance, they went and they got a same day test in New York. They had, I think they had to wait in line and wait at the facility all day, but they went, they went out on a Monday morning that came back on a Monday evening and they knew their positive negative test results. Negative, of course. Uh, whereas Gina and I had to order sort of expensive tests that purported to have a two day turnaround time. And it, of course that didn't happen. Of course it didn't happen. Um, was we had, we happen to live in Pennsylvania, which, uh, I think at least two weeks ago had the 46th slowest turnaround time in the nation. So we're really battling that, that weird variable just to rehearse and the rehearsals just to be prepared to play for the show. And that doesn't take into account any of the other planning, the travel, the setup, the, you know, the, you know, everything. It's just, it's just a crazy sort of chaos, uh, and, and sort of maelstrom that, that's, that's just happening around, I think around all musical acts right now. And I think we're all trying to do, uh, do our best to get through it, but because the, because nothing's been, um, there, because there is no system, because there is no routine, because all the old tropes are irrelevant and irresponsible, we're doing a, you know, it's, it's like a sink or swim with every single thing we do. Like, okay, is this the right way to test? I hope it is. And then it, then it turned out to be, take much longer than we thought it would, which cut into our rehearsal time, which made things a little, you know, more down to the wire for us. And uh, that's just, you know, that's just one example we also have to get all of our equipment and all of our band to the space in New York, build the stage, wire everything up, sound check without, you know, without a typical crew. Uh, and then, you know, camera guys got to come in, they got to block everything out. They got set up and we have to do it all in a, an extremely condensed period of time. Mm -hmm. And the then I mean, that, like, where do you stay? Like, you know, do you like stop for gas? Like, how do you, you know, sort of like day to day logistics? How do you work that stuff out? And well, we, here's the thing is like the new rules with bands or at least new rules with Baroness is we constantly, we have, we have, we have, to, we have, we've started doing like zoom meetings every Monday night and partially, you know, mostly that's because we, because we've been writing since, uh, March or April and we're talking about, we're talking about the new stuff we're doing, but which is all file sharing and, you know, it's all trading elements of songs and, and hoping, you know, hoping when we get together that they congeal. Uh, but we also have to go through this thing every Monday where we tell everybody what we've done all week so that we're informing the people in directly in, in, in our, you know, in our pandemic bubble. We have to let them in on every event that happens outside our homes and every event that would be of interest to those people, you know, to the rest of us. So it's like we we have to go through the list of like who we hung out with, where we went, if we went grocery shopping, where do we go? And then, as you know, as we go up to New York to pick pick up Nick and Seb a couple weeks ago for uh for rehearsals it's like yeah you you just use the bathroom before you leave this is kind of like we're, we're just in this together and you know you do what you got to do but you minimize it and just keep rolling and just be forthright with everyone it's all about yeah exactly it's all about minimizing the threat 
and being as transparent, like, like, um, like, uh, in a, in, in like a nauseatingly boring way. We just have to go through Monday. I did that. Tuesday. Da, 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 da. Needed toilet paper. So I went yeah. to the quick stop. Exactly. And <laughs> I'm, sh- I, I'm sh- at this point, I feel like we, we, we have a, we know how to do that. Pretty, I think, I think everybody who's got a bubble knows how to do that pretty well. But yeah, just a simple thing like, you know, like typically uh, Sebastian and Nick will come down for two, two or three days at a time to rehearse because uh, I have a home studio. So uh, they stay with me and we do it, you know, two or three days at a time, which they get on. The, they get a bus from New York down and, and that's that. But they're not getting on buses anymore. So it's a tra- it's a trip up and back. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, you have to start worrying about where you get gas and mm-hmm. if you have to use the restroom and if, you know, how do you make the most efficient use of your time to get up and down? And then when we are rehearsing instead of two or three days, it doesn't make, which doesn't make any sense with all that traveling. Now we're pushing into like the week and a half, two weeks worth of time together in a home. Uh, and so, you know, what, what happened this year for us is, you know, kind of like, it seems like it's happening in, in many of the industries. It's like, nothing at all, nothing at all. And then everything all at once. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of like spins your head around every time some new thing opens up or if there's uh, something new to do because you have to consider it in a way that you never have before. Uh, and I'm, I, so far I'm just talking about traveling, testing and rehearsing, you know, who knows where we get, who knows what it's going to be like the first time we get a tour, an actual ticketed attended tour together yeah so what uh what what does the future look like then you know i mean you kind of open this conversation with saying we all thought it was going to be a few months or six months now we know it's going to be a year year and a half maybe longer um you know so for you as an individual who derives most of your income from touring i would think uh you know how do you survive this next year um well, I mean, it, it, it seems really obvious to us uh, that if we had all of our eggs in the tour basket, that we just remove them from that basket and put it into the produce, create new music. And so at this moment, I think we've written just under 30 songs. We have just under 30 songs started and uh, like well over three hours worth of music that's great through and and refine and work on as a band now that we've you know individually all kind of done our things with it so that it's 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 kind of been it's it's been really surprising and exciting because um it's i don't know if it's a it's a well-kept secret but we work slow we're like it's like glacial like uh, if everybody knows uh, you know, everybody that I've worked with in the past knows how long it takes for us to like get everything together because we do it in this ridiculous, like ridiculously complex, layered, embellished way. It just takes it takes time. So when all we had was time, initially I was afraid that it, we were just it was just going to be this sort of uh, vicious cycle of like having too much time, not knowing what to do with it, and then making maybe making our you know the time it takes us to write things take twice as long, three times as long. But in fact, we put some rules on it. We made a routine out of it and we're writing music 
better better music faster than we ever have in the past. Uh, so that's been you know that's been encouraging because you know at, at the same time it's also it's also good to feel some encouragement uh, about what we're doing and, and to feel inspired. And so really, you know, putting our noses to the grindstone this year and kind of keeping a low profile and just dedicating ourselves to writing something new and something, something great and something, you know, that feels uh, genuine and unforced uh, has, you know, the fact that we, the fact that we've gotten so far into that process already feels really great to me. I don't know how viable it is to just write music and record music and release music, but there is definitely no other way to start whatever, whatever our, whatever it's going to be like for musical, you know, musicians and, and artists in the future. It seems like a very uh, safe bet to say if we have content, if we have new music, if we're constantly in the cycle of writing uh, and we take, we re, divest some of the energy that we spend on touring which is a ton of it we spent a ton of energy on touring you know it's it was supposed to be eight months this year or something like that uh so if we just take that energy and put it towards music production and, and creating new things then that's the only place we can start from uh certainly doesn't make sense to try to make up for lost tour time um any other any other way you know i, I it's it's strange how narrow the focus gets and how that feels like it's going to be a limitation and then in fact it just you know it just for barrenness it just put us on a track that's been great for us where whereas um you know otherwise we would we would have been we would have i think we would have had four tours under our belt by now uh since the pandemic started and and all over the place japan australia europe another u.s tour so those things have already come and gone but in the interim, we've made we've made so much new stuff that it's exciting. It's exci the prospect of the future is exciting for us because we've made it this far. We ha we haven't had to shutter the the HQ or whatever. You know, we haven't we haven't had to call it quits yet. Yeah, so it sounds like you're pretty confident that like at least financially you can stay afloat during this time without the the tour income. Uh, not on an infinite timeline, no, but. Um, you know, we we definitely lost our ass on on the tours that folded up. Uh, we had a lot invested in those and weren't able to recoup that. Uh, and that's a sob story for a different day. Um, but fortunately for us, we were active enough last year, and and we're you know we're not we don't make a ton, so we always we're always pretty clever with what we what we do make, and we you know we try to keep plenty of it saved. So it's it's really helped us get through this year without you know, without having to make too many hard decisions yet. Uh, but that time, as I said, it's not, it's not infinite. Mm -hmm. So as long as we're working, I know that there's, I know if we can make something that's good, you know, I just, I just have to have that blind faith that if we make something that we feel confidently about, that we love, that we put our passion into, that we believe and we back a hundred percent, I have to, I have to believe that it'll find a place and it'll find a way to keep us, uh, creatively sustained, financially sustained, um, until the new, <laughs> the new existence of touring musicians becomes yeah. apparent. That's good. I'm glad you're there. I mean, I really feel for a lot of the, the younger bands, like ones who say, you know, are on their first or second album with, with a, a label, you know, and I, it, like they can't tour and it's just like, 
like it just feels like their progress is halted, you know? Yeah, and that's and I and I remember. I mean, we were in that situation for so long in a, in the you know in, in the early years of this band that I know that something like this pandemic would have it would have it would have been ignorant to proceed further at certain points in our career because it would have been it would have caused too much damage in our personal lives and our in our financial lives if we had uh, you know if this had happened to Baroness in 2006 or 2007 or something it would it would have been a it would have been a showstopper I think um, so I mean I'm, I'm glad to I'm glad to say that in the the 17 years that we've been a band we've built up we've worked hard enough that we can we've sustained ourselves thus far through this pandemic um, and I'm proud to say that I think we've got enough stuff moving forward that we can continue to sustain it, but we can't relax. You know, it's this, like everybody else out there, it's just, it's just a, the next year of our, everyone's lives is going to be a total hustle. Uh, and the important thing for me is that we don't let that, the, uh, closeness of that need to survive alter what what we are as a creative entity in a fundamental way we cannot lose our sense of identity by cowing to certain things that you know maybe would make financial sense we still need to we still need to have our integrity intact uh and we still need to release great music and we still need to it still needs to be a pull no punches thing where we do what what we do to drive ourselves and we we are trying to constantly one up whatever whatever it is that we have achieved and kick that goalpost further down the line and as long as we're doing that as long as our lives aren't in shambles you know in in the exterior sense of the word like you know i think this band i think this band is valuable enough to continue putting all of my energy and effort into um i mean we've worked so hard for so many years on this i think it i think it would be a shame to call it i think it would be a shame to slow down and also, coincidentally, we can't afford to do any of that anyway. So this is where need and want dovetail nicely into something that is going to yield something, a creative result. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, and, and this, this streaming event that's coming up is, is really, it's, it really is the first rung on that ladder, as I see it. Um, because we would, we would have been writing no matter what. We would have been practicing our instruments no matter what, but this is the first. This is the first sort of unique experience for us that reminds us of what's going on in the outside world uh, and gives us some footing so that we might move forward with it. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, you guys have always been hard workers. Uh, I've been a fan for a long time. Saw you guys back at Don Pedro's in Brooklyn back in the day. Oh shit! For um, real. Yeah, that was a crazy show, man. That was holy like, holy. it was probably like 2006, 2007, somewhere around there. Were you stuck there. in the basement or were you stuck in the audience? Um, No, man, I was in the audience. Uh, like it was, it was like a bottleneck and you could, you like kind of couldn't, once the show started, you couldn't go anywhere. Oh yeah, I mean, it was just mayhem and like everyone was just, like I just remember being drenched in sweat and like people just falling on top of each other and you guys up on like a little corner like triangle stage just rocking i mean that was hey this is just like now we're getting we're getting anecdotal (laughs) there was this there was like a an ac outlet right at about shoulder (laughs) level from me to to, to the left of me and this is when i was extreme stage left 
And so, you know, we're playing whatever. And, and, and at the time, I wouldn't clip the, like, like here. I don't know if you can yeah, see Yeah, the this. string like, trees, yeah. yeah, like or, the, yeah. String, the strings, my strings were always just, like, sticking straight off my guitar. And three of them, on totally separate occasions, went into the outlet and completely, like, sh- like shocked me from, like... Oh, my God. ...to toe. Once I fell down from it, <laughs> once one of the, one of the, like, wound strings got the electricity arced so powerfully that the string itself uh like gl- was like glowing you know it was <gasps> hot it severed from this it like popped off and i had this like i had this like two inch string shaped burn oh on my, my shoulder oh dude it was crazy and then our, i remember our merch guy was like he was dying because he's a not he was a non-smoker and they were letting people smoke in the basement which is where the merch was uh. the basement which was like there was a door in a even more remote corner. So once you were in the basement, you couldn't get out. If once we started playing, that door was shut and you couldn't get out of it because that place was so full. That was, insane. yeah, that was, I, I think I, I remember that. I think I bought a, a print of yours. Were you selling prints on that tour? I, I, maybe it was a different tour. I, I can't remember, but uh, it I was mean, like 2006 here, but I yeah. Think it yeah, it was like a black and white one, and uh, you know, I don't remember. Like, I must have bought it after the show. Otherwise, it would have just been like melted into oblivion and crushed. But um, yeah, but anyway, uh, you know, just as saying, you guys have always been working hard, and you know, and here you are still doing it and and trucking on. So it's good to see, um, and always wish you the best of luck, uh, John. And thank you so much for joining us, whatever the future may bring. Yeah, of course, man, and th- thank you. You know, I, I think like. In summation, I think the I think the important thing for all of us to keep in mind is that we have, for better or for worse, and sometimes it feels like it's for worse, we've been given we we have been put on pause. The music the industry of music has been put on pause. Nobody know it's it's the future is completely vague. Nobody really knows what's going on, and I I take that as a challenge to this band to figure out a way to make this work for us uh, in in a way that falls in line with everything that we've done in the past. And we have experienced hardships in the past. We've gone through difficult times. Things have been lean certain years. Things have been dire at times. You know, there's been all sorts of things that have happened to us and none of that stuff slowed us down. So why would this slow us down this is what this we've been doing this forever this is what we love doing this is our passion and it's not like the pandemic took our audience away it just took the venue away so until we figure out a way to synchronize we're going to try everything that we can uh to keep ourselves and our audience satisfied with you know with what's going on and it's it's just work you know you just got to uh sort of knuckle up and get you know get get down to it and that's that's all we can Focus do. Focus so and dedication. Yeah, just got to power through it. Right on, man. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you soon. Yeah, cheers. Cheers.